Passports, please. Have a banana. My whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> hung him for 28 days. Leader of Britain. Destroyer of the NHS. <laughs> Should I kill myself? And, um... I can only get jobs when they can't see my face. <laughs> Coffee. Yeah, I was worried that that the, <laughs> that there was going to be involuntary coughing. Oh yeah, and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> disturbing the audio levels and whatnot, which can't be helped. You're ill. Yeah. I didn't realize you were just you were going to turn it into an art form, of sorts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a piece, if you will. I thought it might just you know it kind of worked. So it sets the mood, try sets it the tone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sick. Yeah, yeah. Like since last. And you're ill. Yeah. When was it? It was like Wednesday, last Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I started to get get sick. Then I got like really sick and now I'm still sick. But every, all the, my other symptoms are slowly going away, although I don't remember the notes that I've made. Mm. But I do remember that it's sketchy territory. <laughs> like there's points where I was like, I remember seeing something be like, oh, this is a note that I posted to myself to be like, so I would do the note. Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, this seems like this won't work. So let's like bury it. And then it'll probably be fine. And I don't think it's going to be good. But uh, so my brain's just been fried and like, uh, yeah, it's been really sick um, for a long time. I blame, I got a flu jab mm. like midway when I started to get better. And yeah. then I started developing this cough and I can't remember what the flu is. It's like a cold, but yeah, well, you get all sneezing. the coldy stuff. Like you get like a cold is typically all in your face, sinuses and all what? that. And you get a cough. Right. But you get it's generally just stuffy nose. You feel groggy and stuff. But flu is like with s- like sickness and fucking. Oh yeah, like like digestive fever and vomit or, is vomit. Yeah, flu? yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I just got this cough. Yeah, which it's it's which is um you know, which makes you know Western medicine. It's just it can't break through my um, incredible genetic defenses unless it's like medication like penicillin or something like that yeah then uh yeah it kind of kind of destroys me but i've gotten so used to because a cough is ba- the cough i'm experiencing at the moment is basically like having an asthma attack and i'm asthmatic that's good yeah but it's a, one it's something that i'm kind of used to but two i'm also used to completely instant fix because when you take the asthma pump that i use is incredibly effective like asthma attack <sighs> Oh, now I'm fine. Yeah. Same as like the loads. It's like I was taking a shot of epinephrine if you're having a peanut allergy, I imagine. I don't know. <laughs> I've only thrown peanuts at people with peanut allergy. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so I've had that and now it's just like, oh, now I can't get rid of it. And now I just keep on trying to find something. I can't find like branded dry cough medicine anywhere. Benelin. Doesn't, you can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Like find Benelin chesty cough. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of it. But I can't find Benelin dry cough or Cavonia dry cough. Cavonia. Dishwashers. I can't. What was the dishwasher one? <laughs> Washing machines live longer, longer with, with Calgon. I always got the two together. They <laughs> so your cough was really bad. Yeah, it was a spin cycle. But your throat was clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I can't find it anywhere. I'm starting to think that it's like one of those things that doesn't really exist. 
like because I'm pretty sure the shop up the you, road from us sells you can get dry like, and chesty. You can get like uh, own brand weird dry cough medicine, but people who stock Bethlehem chesty cough mm. don't bother with Bethlehem dry chesty. <laughs> There's only one cough. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like, what is it? Well, I don't even know what a dry cough is. A chesty cough, I imagine, is phlegm flying around your lungs. Chesty is when you get that whole deep, visceral kind of... And stuff comes up. Feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And With that's dry like you getting rid of that crap. A t- just a tickle in your throat. Yeah. It's so all what, in the throat. But what is, what is that? Dry? You've got a dry no, throat? I d- I d- yeah, exactly. Just have a drink. Ants? Is it <laughs> ants? <laughs> yeah, basically it's having an asthma attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my life that's what i'm like that's good um yeah so there's been a lot of a um, lot of coughing so if i do start coughing then we've got <laughs> just, just a cough out just a mar- yeah, yeah, i'm very sorry <laughs> dum, dum, dum. and that kind of works so i thought yeah a bit <laughs> work yeah, I don't know, yeah right. work with it yeah. yeah 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 just make it uh make it kind of kind of kind of work for you i guess <laughs> Uh, but yeah, other than that, uneventful week because I've been sick. I just haven't been able to do anything. Like I got sick the day after I achieved my first checkpoint in the gym of like pushing for a certain amount. Got to a point I was like, right, I've done that. This was a good day. Now I'm sick. <laughs> so like, I just haven't been able to do anything. Whereas like, I'd like to go to the gym, but I think I might have got sick from the gym and sitting in a sauna for too long with too many people. So people yeah. from Stoke, I don't know. But yeah, just lowering immune a swimming pool, chlorine. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like, yeah, gyms, gyms are fucking terrible for it, particularly if someone's ill, because germs really fucking love that environment. Moist, warm, like damp, like fucking, it's, a, it's amazing for bacteria. Is a gym moist? If it, in a, in a, in a, a, a steam room. In a metaphorical in, sense. Like, in, a, in a steam room where you've got, and in a locker room where you've got all the showers and, um, and everything kicking Maybe. off. If you go swimming, if you get, yeah, if you go into a sauna. Yeah. It's never sauna's dry. Not a dry sauna, but a steam room. Yeah, all saunas are dry, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my fuck up because for years I thought I thought you go well, you got the wet one and you got the dry one. The wet one's the one that I like. It's got the steam in it. I like to sit in the rain. <laughs> yeah, right. I yeah. like. I prefer steam. You can sit well. in the rain without paying thirty quid a month. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I like warm rain. What <laughs> 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 wood paneling or something? <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Oh god. Uh, all genuine. Not uh not trying to get everything genuinely it's just I'm just in a lot of pain. It's just one way to jazz it up. Yeah, well it's either that or just people just listen Deal to me with coughing it. for a while. Oh, no, I can't be dealing with that. But yeah, not much going on because I haven't been able to do anything. I've just been working and sleeping and sleeping and working. Yeah. It's kind of been, been crapped. Um, mm. But it's exciting stuff going on. I mean, how was your week? It's uh, It's been all right. I've had an interesting week. It's oh, I've really? been... I've I've been sort of kind of thinking about the idea of venturing into maybe sort of minimalism, kind of. Minimalism? Yeah. I... Sp- there's a lot of things I don't like about it, Steve. <laughs> but one thing that I just can't like I understand that I am a special beast. In terms of if you looked You're at my life right. if you looked at my life you'd be like, What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like something is very, very wrong. Yeah. 
Like, if there's black mold on my mirror, I'm like, that's fine. There's certain things that I should probably deal with a bit more. But I don't, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's a control thing that I just don't have. Because, I'm like I said, I live in chaos. Yeah. Uh, but your, you had fresh loo roll on the hook. Yeah. What, what is it? <laughs> what do you mean? As in it wasn't torn. It was brand new. Oh, it was literally just put, it got put on before you got Yeah. Here. Like, why? I mean, mean, obviously, why? But, <laughs> like, does that mean that you only you, you use, like, one sheet so that you can pre-calculate? You're like, well, there are three sheets left. I will use this, and then I will not need any more. And here is a fresh one for later. Don't you just carry around? Don't you, like... <laughs> I just, I, I just have a crate of toilet roll next to the toilet because that's where you need it. I don't need it in the, you know, garden. It's, so it's all just, our toilet roll is in the bathroom. Not within arm's reach, though. That's the strange thing. If you're, you're not hanging it from the ceiling. If you're in a state where you cannot stand up to get no, new no, no, loo roll, no, 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 no. then it's, you've it's, got more issues than fucking loo roll. Look, I know you hate wheelchair users, but <laughs> just, I understand that, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're if you in a state where you can't go downstairs and open up a cupboard, then you've got bigger problems, right? Yeah. But why keep it somewhere that you can't use it? It's in the bathroom. Yeah, but not within arm's reach. Not all of it, what, no. Do, oh, yeah, exactly. I don't, I, 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 look, I understand I'm in, I'm the, minor, I'm the minority here. Yeah. Right? Uh, but I just don't, I, I don't understand that. And I don't understand even more prepping that much in advance. <laughs> that much in advance of putting a brand new one on. I never use a hook. Yeah, that's the other thing. Why put it on a hook? Why is it on? Why is it on? I don't, I, I, these are things I don't understand. Things yeah. I don't understand. So, yeah. So you're going to go from that to even less. <laughs> That's 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 a normal thing. Why? Yeah, but why? Having it's like having in an small accessible on place top of without rolls. having to have shit tons of it piled around you. It I don't need a crate of loo roll to be normal. I'm not saying you need to be normal. I'm just saying that seems to be the most practical place to put it. Where do I keep my toothpaste? Next to my toothbrush. Yep. I don't keep it in the glove compartment of my father-in-law's right. car. Yeah, fair enough. But if I had 50 tubes of toothpaste, yeah. I wouldn't keep them all next to my toothbrush. Why not? Because I only need one. For now. <laughs> but then you're just... It just seems inefficient. Do you know what I mean? It's not. because it, You're spending more energy, more time, more calories get, that you, can't, you shouldn't spend. Okay. Inflation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just seems like, oh, you need to... It, it seems irrelevant to it's me. It's fair to say that you've got a bigger bathroom than us, yeah? Better life, better person more i don't know was my bathroom bigger than yours yeah. maybe you've got a bath in it yeah we can't fit one you've got a ledge <laughs> yeah that's another thing yeah. we've got we've got a sh- we've got a box with nothing in it that we can't get rid of that we didn't ask for that goes over the stairs it covers the bit over the stairs a right. massive chunk of real Do you estate you keep the toilet the roll in there you can't put anything in there it's a box with nothing in it do you mean it's a wall yeah okay <laughs> But it's just it's a, a box with nothing in it that you can't put anything in. It's a chunk taken out of the bathroom. <laughs> but if if I if I had to if I had to step around a crate of loo roll, if you're talking about time saved in the long legs, run, you, so. like yeah, I'm I'm normal height. Yeah. If, 
you're not the height of my bathroom, <laughs> which is a unit of measurement for some reason. Like you have to, f- you 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 f- you're not factoring in the the amount of time that we would have to spend maneuvering around all this shit. Then just tie it from some string from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, normal. I, I don't care about normal. I'm just, oh, look, <laughs> I don't it's understand. Toilet Christmas. <laughs> Kwanzaa. <laughs> What's what? You got, uh, Christmas decorations for some reason turned into weird, plasticky, shiny, like kaleidoscope ornaments. At one point, did they do it for you? It did for me at one point. This is a weird segue. No, I know what you mean. Like they they fold down flat. Yeah, and then, and then you they stretch like an accordion them out thing, and, and they turns, just turns into like a big. Looks fucking, nothing like Christmas. It turns into a vortex yeah. of Christmas. But it's not even a Christmas thing. It's not like, oh, it's snow and it's a snowman. No, it's just... It's just like, oh, this is just shapes and colours. Yeah, but it is... Christmas! It is gold and shiny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you can well, hold I those... one that was pink. Didn't understand that. <laughs> Pink's not Christmas. No, exactly. But there's nothing Christmassy about it, except for the fact that you get it out at Christmas. Yeah. You could hang that at any time. And people would think you were weird, because they'd come around and be like, why have you got Christmas decorations up? And you'd have to go through it with them. As it's being not like, Christmas. It's, what about that is remotely Christmas? It's just a decoration. Sometimes I like to decorate. Anyway, toilet roll. <laughs> See, if you can do that, that's not... That's like, you could do that with toilet roll. <laughs> hang it from the ceiling. Yeah. I'd be much more in favour of that. It just seems like it's more efficient. Like Garth with his well, red I, rope licorice dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I think, well, basically, I remembered recently that when I was a Boy Scout, I was incredible, right? As in, I, just, I used to have this weird understanding of the world where, like, I built a dishwasher out of twigs because I thought, like, what right. we need right now is a dishwasher. So I just built one. Did it work? It held dishes. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, like, you, then you, like, hose them down or Probably. Something. Yeah, uh, it, it <laughs> and then we set fire to it. <laughs> yeah, clean. Yeah, so I just I just build them, and I'd be like, "Well, now we have a dishwasher," and it'd be like, "So uh, that weird kind of I've made a decision. Now this is how it is." Yeah, so that makes sense. So it just seems to be maximum efficiency, and it just kind of feels well. Well, let's take it down in steps, right? Would you keep toilet roll not in the bathroom? Um. Not like emergency not reserve by, toilet roll. Not by choice, no. Not by, but if you were forced to, you. <laughs> okay, so you would keep toilet roll in the bathroom. We're yeah. agreement on that, right? Yeah. Would you keep it under a floorboard? Um. Would you put it in a place where you needed a tool to open it? No. No. Okay. So you therefore you wouldn't keep it in a locked cupboard, would you? No. Okay. That didn't go. Really, that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least we can both agree you don't keep loo roll in a locked cupboard. I'm not going anywhere with this. That's just where we got to. Yeah. We're different. You yeah. and I. Anyway, minimalism. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> you got an alert on your phone to put your clothes away. Yeah. I need to get rid of these actually. They started stressing me out. Did, but did, did they work for you? Uh, some they, of them. They used to, some of them. Which ones don't? Mostly the laundry Go to ones. Go to sleep. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've, I saw, I've seen dishwasher yeah. both in and out uh, as in put things in the dishwasher and then a reminder no, the to thing, take things out of the dishwasher the thing is they do they do work but there's no need for them anymore but I'm, af- I'm afraid to get rid of them you can't any dishes anymore just destroy them <laughs> I'm, I'm the worried about getting rid of them because they've 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 forced us into habits now which is good but I, my worry is that the, is that they're still a trigger for us to go and do those habits whereas I actually think we just do everything automatically now because we've had them for about six months. 
Maybe. So you think that they've formed habits. Yeah. But you're worried that they will remind you to continue doing your habits. I'm well. I want. I I wanted to get rid of them because I don't feel like we need them anymore. But I'm one. I'm worried that you'll fall out of it. Yeah. So the things that didn't work. What were the notifications that didn't work? Uh, it was mostly laundry stuff. Okay. Like Anything put, laundry related. Put your clothes away. Where are they? Um, they are like in the dry, tape removed from dryer, put into things. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're hanging drying at the minute. Hanging drying, right? Outside, downstairs. I'm not going to talk about Clothes your ironing, steaming rituals because I got very very confused <laughs> when I came into the house. Yeah, you just had like a tapestry of <laughs> something on the door. You're like this is how we iron things now. Yep. Fuck, you know, spent too much time in Shoreditch or wherever. You know. <laughs> oh, what a feeling! <laughs> ironing on the door. <laughs> 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 Uh, anyway, we're different people. Yeah. Um, so, in uh, news, not much this week, because not much yeah. has been going on, because I've been really sick, but there's been a few things. Um, this article I found, uh, well, it, it's a reminder of the world is is the real world, and it is a place. Uh, from a distance, anybody would have been fooled. It was the same size as a potato, and it's brown. It's dirty, resembled every other muddy spud in the potato chip factory. But it wasn't a vegetable, it was a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> But there was one crucial difference that they wouldn't live to see. <laughs> it's a it's a crisp factory in Hong Kong. They were, you know, they just get sack, sacks of potatoes. Yeah. And I guess it kind of makes sense that potato fields might be, have been where wars yeah, were, yeah. so might have explosives <laughs> in. Yeah. In fact, I think, um, uh, I think, yeah, I didn't write it down, but it's something about... They predict that they'll only get rid of all the unexploded ordnance and stuff that are in these kind of fields in 500 years. Yeah. Just because they're there and eventually they'll get rid. Like, you know how you become, all your cells die after seven years? Yeah. You cease to exist and then you reboot. Like they just kind of, <laughs> yeah. they die and then yeah, some yeah, more yeah. come it's along. The, 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 the ship thing, isn't it? The philosophy, there's a philosophy question, which is like, if you replace every plank on a ship, is it still the same ship? Right, yeah. That ship. Yeah, that's what that was the cell thing, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So five hundred <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, five hundred years. I think the only fools and horse one was how many times can you change parts of a broom until it's is it still a broom? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's have four handles and six heads. Yeah, it's the yeah. same broom for What's twenty years. Or whatever yeah. It was. Uh, but yeah, so these people uh, and it, it did look. It looked like a really small pumpkin, like it was round. It was apparently from the First World War. Yeah. And it was just rusted, I guess, to make it look orange like a potato. Yeah. Or like a muddy potato or yeah. that kind of thing. Um, it was likely to have been shipped from, in from France uh, because we found it covered in mud and dirt. It's a weird thing to say about the French. <laughs> uh, since, the grenade, <laughs> since the grenade had not blown up at the time it was thrown, there was an immediate danger that needed to be handled right away. Uh, explaining that police used a high-pressure water-firing technique to safely detonate the device. They right. shot it with a water pistol, I guess. Or who, yeah. who jet washes a Are grenade? Sh- sure, they didn't just call the fire brigade by mistake. Like, well, we'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll spray a hose it's out. It's not fire. <laughs> it's not on fire. Yeah, but it might be. Yeah, according to military historian Dave Macri from the University of Hong Kong, though it's possible the dormant weapon, uh, it's, he has said it's possible the dormant weapon might not have posed a serious life danger. Well, cheers, historian from university. Why don't you pick it up? 
Yeah. Oh, it probably wasn't even live. Okay, you pick it up. There's no... I've had these conversations with... I, I have such a... I've been trying to figure out whether I'm paranoid or I'm uh, overly security conscious mm. or overly responsible. As in, we've talked about how I don't like looking windows because I don't like people seeing inside because they can hatch a plot to steal all your things and your thoughts. Uh, but if there's a green light at a traffic light, I still look both ways. Mm. And I know people who would be like, no, it's green, so you go. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the normal, I put toilet roll on toilet roll holders kind of mentality. Well, yeah, but if there's a car in front of you, then you don't go. Yeah, all right, there's no car in front of you, the light's green, and you're, it's, a, it's a left-only thing, and it's a crossroads. Yeah. I still always look to see if there's a car coming. Always, yeah. without, completely. Every time I leave my house, I lock the door. Every time I, I want to do something properly, I have to th- I think about the logical way to do it. And I don't think, I think it's just, yeah, why, there, there's a mentality of, if you get into a car crash, that could be a good thing. <laughs> Isn't there? Because they, oh, it's his fault. Like people who play chicken with people, you know, on, yeah. not chicken, chicken, but like, like um, well, I've got priority. So if we crash, it's his problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I don't, I, that yeah, makes I know so mean. little sense to me. <laughs> oh, but you might get 20,000 pounds. Great. I still want a neck. Like I still, <laughs> and then, yeah, but you'll only be in hospital for a couple of months. Yeah. I want to do things within a couple of months. Yeah. I don't understand, but there's this weird belief system that this fine. <laughs> do do you have any I mean apart from toilet roll and heat waves on your doors do you consider yourself a risk taker because maybe that's it maybe I'm just not a big risk taker I mean you know yeah putting your toilet roll next to a toilet isn't a risk is it maybe I'm just not a big risk taker yeah no you're too safe I mean I'm a diabetic who eats a lot of sugar <laughs> yeah you could call that a risk <laughs> <laughs> most people would risk of a stroke risk of a heart attack risk yeah. of early death yeah, but when it comes to driving, I'm pretty safe. Yeah, no, my I, I'm pretty safe while driving, but I don't I, I I don't drive like fast either. I I'd say I drive confidently, which is I I'll, I'll always meet the speed limit. People that don't do thing. that when they can pisses me off. But no, I know what you mean. Like it's always always ch- I if I'm if I'm coming to a crossroads and I'm on the main road, like so there's two roads yeah. with junctions coming up. I always slow down. Well, if you're gonna always. if you're gonna cross the road on foot I've seen too many people get fucking t-boned because someone just pulls straight out even well, yeah. if it doesn't matter if you got priority if you're going to walk across stupid. a road and you look both ways yeah. you still look again yeah what, look well, right like, look like, left look right again or whatever yeah, if, it was you, if you were a, if you were at a zebra crossing it's like i i zebra crossings you are told as a pedestrian that you have right of way at all times everyone must stop for you to walk out like that's the law mm People can't. You can, you're not meant to cross the zebra crossing in a car if there's people waiting. You have to stop. That's how it goes. But yeah. you still fucking look. But it's the same thing as uh, you used to keep. No, I gave an example a while ago about procrastination slash laziness slash something, which was if you had a basket of freshly laundered laundry at the bottom of the stairs mm. and you were aiming to bring it up there's still part of you that wouldn't do it even if you were going upstairs anyway. There's part yeah. of you that goes like, I just don't want to do anything today. Yeah. It's a weird thing. And I think that's the same because I think ev- absolutely everybody can agree with looking both ways when they cross the street. Yeah. But there's part of them that doesn't want to deal with it. Well, not even <laughs> deal with it. It's that they just don't want to think. Yeah. 
that don't want to turn their brain on. So when you like, why didn't you look both ways? Well, I don't think I should have had to. But okay, point. what are the advantages of yeah. not doing it? Yeah, there's none. Okay. Oh, I don't have to turn my neck. Okay. Now you've got a broken neck. Yeah. Do you so think you can't? What do you think? What What's the deal? What do you want? But yeah, there's this this weird thing that people just don't want to take risks. So. Yeah, for people saying, oh, yeah, it was probably just not a live grenade. You'd be like, no, well, you have to... I would treat it... If I saw a grenade, I'd treat it as a fucking grenade. Yeah. Not a, you know, a replica or something like that. Yeah. No, it's fucking... Well, could be anything. Like, anything could be dangerous. They have to get bomb squads in to get rid of old pianos. And that sounds ridiculous, but it's a piano that's... uh, If it's... it's, They can be like a couple of hundred years old, and every month they'll have someone in to tune it up. So you've got all these strings within a big box of wood getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter over years and years and years. And And it'll explode. If yeah, if 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 one if one if one snaps, the vibra like that that release of tension will suddenly flex the wood and cause everything to snap and all the splinters and all the wood just fucking goes off everywhere. It's really violent. <laughs> and they get they have to get bomb squads in to get rid of bomb them. Bomb squads. There was a weird... I think that's just overreacting to some horror film that I can't remember the name of or anything. Mm. But there was something about... Yeah, it was like a haunted house where people started dying. I think I remember being okay quality, but I think I was 13 when I watched it. And one of them was a grand piano string breaking and whipping this woman in the face. That sounds like some kind of Final Destination shit. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think it... Well, it was around that time anyway. Yeah, and it either killed her, cut her head off, or did something with her eyes. But she was fucked. Yeah. People went, oh my God, now I'm going to get a bomb squad. <laughs> you know, it's, that was a weird... I mean, I, it, it's like being a pilot and then being told that you have to... You're now president of Lego. <laughs> you're like, this hasn't got anything to do with my original career choice. Yeah. Like, where's the boom? It might twang. Oh, okay. Twang's not as good as boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, take risks and um, you put grenades in your uh, in your crisps. Uh, okay, I think I think this makes sense. <laughs> A man. <laughs> Just heard it. What was that? <laughs> it was a segment intro. Uh, get better at the production stuff. I have to say that was, that was pretty. I don't know what it was. It was just me going. (laughs) I wanted to try and freeze because I got got so confident with the coughing thing. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm doing really well with this production stuff. I'll try and make my own. And it just turned into that. (laughs) We'll listen to it one more time because it is, I have to, it's a rolling thing. You have to kind of go with it. Yeah. At first I was like bees and then a fly and then a dog. Yeah, it was pretty discreet. A man running on a trail in a mountain park in Colorado was attacked by a mountain lion, so he suffocated it. <laughs> I saw. I didn't read it. I didn't read any articles, but I saw Rogan posted that. Did he this week or something? Yeah, to suffocate like, a mountain lion. Fucking savage. But I don't actually know how or why <laughs> or what. The runner, whose name has not been released, I'm assuming for fear of other mountain lions like ganging up on him or running away from him, was jogging alone when he heard something follow him on the trail. When he turned to look, a mountain lion pounced him and bit him in the face (laughs) and the wrist. Face and wrist. Face and wrist. I guess defensive. Yeah, yeah. Moving your wrist in. I'm going to move my my main arteries in the way of my face. mouth. 
<laughs> the man was able to fight back by suffocating the mountain lion. That's a good way That's of fighting. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm taking all your oxygen. Very much like Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, to, to, oh, to suffocate him to death. He fought back by suffocating the mountain lion to death. Did they say how? Because I'm curious. Uh, I think it goes into it. Um, the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Northeast region. Oh, it's, uh, it is unclear how the man killed the big cat. Oh. He suffocated it. But they, I guess they, they don't know how. <laughs> Uh, he was then able to hike to a local hospital to treat his serious but not life-threatening injuries. Fucking, they're bragging all over the place. Yeah. He suffocated him and he wasn't even that badly hurt. Yeah, a bit <laughs> on the face and the wrist, but yeah. who cares? Uh, the man also reportedly did not have any weapons in his possession at the time of the attack. So he wasn't able to shoot the mountain lion suffocatedly to death. Mm. Or garrote, I guess. Well, he didn't have any piano wire on him. How did he strangle this mountain lion? <laughs> Uh, he was able to kill it with his bare hands. Uh, they said, if some advice about this, uh, if people are to meet a mountain lion, they shouldn't run. Don't run. Uh, running may stimulate a lion's instinct to chase and attack. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Dogs have that too, don't they? Like they'll chase a car. Yeah. But, but they, won't, they won't go after one that's still. It's the same with like a bear, they say. But a bear, while it's not accurate, I assume that a bear isn't that fast, but they're fucking fast. They, I am... But and they're very fast, fast, and they always say you can't outrun one; it's pointless. But I am always going to run from a bear. Yeah, it, but I think you should you give it a try. Well, I don't know. That again goes into this thing of yeah, it's just an instinctive reaction. I'm I, the thing is, it's fair to say like, don't run from a mountain lion. I'm gonna run from a mountain lion. But I can understand that, like, like because I've been I when I used to work in um uh like. Uh, waiting tables and that I used to get night buses home and that you always get the old crazy person on it and I was very much of when it comes to craziness in general I think you just have to not react to it like if someone's trying to start a fight nothing will escalate that fight more than leaving the situation or running away yeah that'll antagonize it and that'll give another reason to, for it to escalate whereas if you just stand there and be like why are you doing this yeah. If you don't react to it, they're trying to feed off a reaction. Yeah. So, like, people on night buses would be talking about something or um, uh, having an offensive conversation or talking about something dark, like they're going to stab everybody. I had friends who would, like, move to the other side of the bus. And you're like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Because now they've got a new conversation topic and now you're the person. Mm. Again, risk-taking. It's just like, no, yeah. just don't eat a grenade. It's fine. <laughs> just, like, just everything's, everything's fine. You just have to chill. Yeah. If you relax, that's most situations. But I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I wouldn't be relaxed if a mountain lion saw me. But I can kind of understand with, I can understand that they're trying to get you to run. Yeah. So them trying to get, if you don't run, they'll be like, hang on, what's going on? Yeah. Because that's the only way you, um, these animals tend to communicate with each other is like, they'll try and like the whole alpha male in gorillas thing. Yeah. Or whatever. If they try and fight something and that person isn't afraid of them, then they kind of sense that something's not right. Yeah. I need a bigger roar. I need to grow my nails a bit more. Or something. Yeah. They, 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 they can't get that kind of confrontation. So I can kind of get like Yeah. Make yourself big and aggressive and roar it's back a lot to them of, or whatever. It's, it's all like a lot of bravado and stuff, isn't it? Because it's like, I'm not going to, but if I had to, this shows you that I would kill you. Yeah, because no animal wants to have a fight. No. Because they, they'll die. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they get yeah. scratched, they'll die. Yeah. So they just lose. Everything's about not having a fight unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. So like, yeah, I can just, like, it's, it's weird to have a conversation with a mountain lion. 
<laughs> Especially when it's trying, it was bit in your face. You're like, whoa, 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 geez, fuck, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want this. You don't want this. <coughs> yeah, chill the fuck out. Everything's fine. Yeah. Seems like a weird thing to do. But yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, don't run. Uh, face the mountain lion, stand tall, and make yourself appear larger by raising your arms and opening your jacket. Opening your jacket feels weird. That feels like you're opening up yourself to vulnerability, vulnerabilities, right? Yeah. Look at my stomach. <laughs> Take off your clothes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not buying. I guess, yeah, I guess open your jacket so that you f- like you look bigger because yeah, the, it's like flaring like, out. A lot of animals wings. have that flaring out shit. I've only seen it in Jurassic Park. No, well, not like, blowfish. The, I had. I used to. I I used to have fish that did that. That when they get aggressive, they blow their gills out. So they're like like quite like it doubles the width of the fish if you're looking at it like straight on and there's a, lo- there's a load of fish that do Jeez. yeah <laughs> like you, you're a lot wider than I thought you were uh, people in the past have fought back with rocks sticks caps like hats good luck uh, maga hat just yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck you uh, jackets uh, better than a hat Jack, like uh, we used to do that when we pretended to be like bullfighters in a playground take jacket off and wave it out to your side maybe but isn't that just goading them towards you maybe if you're a bull I don't know bulls hate jackets yeah uh, garden tools and their bare hands all of these successfully who fought off a lion with a hat successfully <laughs> no, so, uh, let me rephrase that who fought off a mountain lion successfully using a hat well anyone can defeat a mountain lion who happens to be wearing you approach it in a different way like it's coming at you all aggressive and then you approach it and you're like excuse me can i interest you in a hat and then like that looks really good oh my god this is (laughs) i have to go tell my friends (laughs) run away i don't know i was i was just after brunch but this guy sold me a hat and now i'm feeling all confident about myself yeah yeah they recommend also if you're gonna have to fight a mountain lion then target the eyes and nose. That makes sense. That's, That's what they the say about sharks are, right? as well, isn't it? Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. Because you kind of go, you don't want to well, punch a lion in the mouth. what else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's a shark. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle its belly. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it upside down, apparently. But I don't know. Where else, yeah, where else would you punch? If you had to punch it, where would you punch a lion if not the eyes and nose? This sounds really Everywhere weird, but I always like... thought, like, and I thought this with a bear as well, and I'm probably wrong, but could you not just really try to ram your arm down its throat? Like, just... Ugh. It would fuck off. Maybe. It, it would might t- also it'd think clamp twice. down. Not even, yeah, like, but... tooth-wise, but, like, muscular-wise. Yeah, but like, what... Tr- like, uh... What's it gonna do? It can't fucking breathe at that point. It would start panicking. You might get more hurt but it maybe it'd back off well a gorilla can rip we're your just arm theorizing <laughs> a gorilla can rip your arm off a chimpanzee can rip your face off yeah i imagine that a lion could probably rip your arm off especially using its teeth <sighs> so if you were to do that yeah i imagine it would be not very nice for the lion and it would be like fuck but i reckon that it's ripping i reckon it could rip your arm off and just run away Maybe I think if you're talking about a full line with a mountain line, I'm not sure. I'm not certain. Although maybe I'm wrong about how big they are. They are quite big, aren't they? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, like the size uh, of a large dog. This one, um, this one weighed eighty pounds, I think, if I remember rightly. My dog weighs around um, sixty-five pounds, seventy pounds. Yeah. But this mountain lion is bigger than my dog. And my yeah. dog's a big dog. But you're, it's a you you're big in stature, but it's not muscular, is it? My dog's, as in my dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty muscular. Yeah. But yeah, not like ripped. Yeah, but it's not but, like fucking. I mean, like, um, it was just a fat Saint Bernard. It's a Saint a Saint Bernard, but that, like they've it got a lot muscular. of they got a, yeah they got a lot of mass to them. They used to use them to, uh, as work dogs to put to tow things. Yeah, wait, are you talking about they visually looked muscular? Yeah, because I always thought they always. Hang on, when we're on about weight, weight and size. I said Beethoven. What was the thing that you said? I said, I said, I said, it's a weird quiz. I said Beethoven. You said Beethoven. Yeah, as in as the in films S- Beethoven. As in t- no, just as in Saint Bernard's. Okay, because I don't remember a ripped dog running around <laughs> in that film. I was like, that yeah. feels like a that's like a Cujo thing. That yeah, was a different film. For no, it was ripped. I just so, mean yeah, like okay, big, so Saint Bernard's in big general shoulders. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought that. Yeah, I thought a mountain lion is bigger than any dog. But I could be wrong. Eighty pounds feels like that's not very much. Eighty no, pounds get, is like you get dogs. Than, Eighty pounds is less than forty kilograms. My dog is thirty kilograms. You you get dogs and that my, weigh the same as I do, like big fucking things. Great Dane. Well, maybe not, but like 130, 140 pounds, you can get dogs that big. Yeah, and the hundred and thirty pounds is like fifty kilograms. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, about sixty thereabouts. It's two point two, isn't it? Yeah. So be two hundred, one hundred and forty pounds is. Anyway, <laughs> uh, if you have to fight Dogs a mountain lion, <laughs> yeah, punch a lion in the eye. Yeah, I guess it's the only place yeah, you could f- do it. It's go, the only f- thing. go for the eye. Go for yeah, the nose. Punch it in the hip. Punch it in the ribs. It won't care. Yeah. Punch it in the eye. It'll freak. <laughs> okay. Uh, in other news, uh, take out a mountain lion. <laughs> a twenty-seven-year-old man. Sorry. <laughs> Was that a ding for 27-year-old men everywhere? Ding! <laughs> yeah. Uh, plans to sue his parents for giving birth to him without his consent. <laughs> I've got this one. <laughs> yeah, it made the rounds a little bit. And yeah. it's funny to me because it was a Doug Stanhope bit from years ago. Yeah. About how they never, you know, you never asked to be alive. Fuck you, I'm going to sue you. Yeah. But this guy's do- actually like, doing it. Is it he, I thought is he was he doing this for a India joke. India or something. Uh, I don't know. He's an Indian man. Um, Mumbai businessman so I guess he's in Mumbai told the BBC that it's wrong to bring children into the world because they then have to put up with lifelong suffering it's a weird view yeah well, or you could not be here view. and stop bitching but this yeah I mean you know it's one of those things where it's like yeah it makes sense that doesn't mean that you're that's the right thing to do just yeah I mean yeah people who live lives have to deal with lifelong suffering as well as long life, lifelong happiness. Yeah. All that constant to and fro of the existence of life. And yeah, you could just kill yourself, which I, it, it, it kind of leads that you're like, well, if you don't want to be alive, why don't you die? Yeah. And you, oh, that sounds harsh. It's like, well, if you don't want to live, then that means you want to be dead. 
Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. You do have I a guess. choice. You have a choice to kill yourself. Yeah. Mr. Samuel, of course, understands that our consent cannot be sought before we are born, but he still insists it was not our decision to be born. Correct. Does he want the race to die out? Yes. He does. The whole, all of it? Yeah. Uh, so it goes on. We didn't Because we didn't ask to be born, we should be paid for the rest of our lives. What? Paid by who? I don't understand. It makes no sense. A demand like this could cause a rift within any family, but Mr. Samuel says he gets along very well with his parents. I mean, he's suing them. Um, and they appear to be dealing it with a lot of humour. Um, both of his parents are lawyers. In a statement, <laughs> his mother, Kavita Karnad Samuel, exp- his mother, in a statement... Oh, okay. There's weird punctuation here. Ah. Samuel explained about his mother, Kavita Karnad, that her response to the recent upheaval my son has been created. Uh, this is just badly written. She, her, his mum said, I must admire my son's temerity to want to take his parents to court, knowing both of us are lawyers. And if Raphael could come up with a rational explanation as to how we could have sought his consent to be, to be born, I will accept it as my fault. <laughs> how did you want us to get your consent, son? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his belief is rooted in what's called antinatalism, a philosophy that argues that life is so full of misery that people should stop procreating immediately. It's because you're not trying. Well, just like <laughs> life is so full of misery that you should st- stop bringing your life, life into the world. Well, no, all like, life is definitely full of misery. There is misery everywhere within life. Yeah. Uh, but there's also sunlight, and that's not a positive thing. Yeah. It gives you cancer. But there's lots of things in the world. Like, why yeah. are you deciding upon one? Th- that's, no. That's just no. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We should, no, no one should live. This, he says, oh, um, his belief is rooted in what's called anti- antinatalism. Uh, people should stop procreating immediately. This, he says, would gradually phase out humanity from the earth, and that would also be much better for the planet. Okay. There's no point to humanity. So many people are suffering. If humanity is extinct, Earth and animals will be happier. Happier animals. Right. Happier Earth. Happier soil. They'll certainly be better off. Also, no human will then suffer. They're all dead. Human existence is totally pointless. I thought he was, I thought he was joking. Although I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're trying to get publicity oh, for Oh, yeah, it's a, this is an art piece. Yeah. It's What's like, he seems to... He's 27. By that point, I think you, you have should, to be held responsible for your beliefs. You should have some kind of brain at that point, yeah. Well, should be held accountable. If it was an 18-year-old, you'd be like, ah, yeah, whatever. If it was a 21-year-old... Yeah, like, yeah, like, like the uh, 18-year-old that said, yeah. like, not recycling plastic was homophobic. Yeah, you're like, oh, all right, whatever you say, yeah. you, you'll figure it out. 21, I'd still be like, yeah, you, give him a, bit, not of, developed. a bit of you're not leeway. Developed. I'll give you up to, like, up to uh, 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 24, I expect you to know better. <laughs> At yeah. 25, you developed. At 27, you you're dead in the I water. I was still making like bad decisions when I was 27, but like everybody makes bad decisions at every point in their life. But as in like as in decisions that I wouldn't make anymore because them. of being older. So you kind yeah. of go like, but you'd still be held accountable and still be like, yeah, no, yeah, you deserve to be uh, argued against for this rather than just ignored. A year ago, he created a Facebook page, Nihilanand, which features posters that show his images with a huge fake beard and eye mask and messages like, isn't forcing a child into this world and forcing it to have a career kidnapping and slavery? No. No. 
because you have a you, because you have the choice to kill yourself. Yeah. If you had no, if you were forced to not kill yourself, then you, I think yeah, you might have a point. Yeah. You could argue that it's a social type of slavery that we have to have a job because we need to have money because we need this. You could make that. It's a bad point, but I think it's a point. But the fact that you can just kill yourself. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, just you do have that. Free then. will. Yeah. You complete. Your parents had you instead of a toy or a dog. You yeah. owe them nothing. You are their entertainment. Yeah, and you don't have to have a career. Uh, you're not. You're not their entertainment. Like no. you, in a lot of ways, you're their burden. Yeah, and like the, you, 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 your parents will always have to deal with you. Like as long as they want to be parents, they always have to deal with you. You're not. They're not. You're not entertainment to them. No, they may occupy. You may occupy their thoughts and their day to day lives regularly, where you could say that they are doing things. They are enjoying your company, but you're not entertaining them. No. Um, he says he first remembers having anti-natalist thoughts when he was five. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> Everyone at the age of five is a genius. <laughs> I wanted to be a train driver when I was five. Yeah. I thought I was going in a helicopter and it was actually a plane. I'm in a <laughs> helicopter. It's a plane. I wanted to make robots. <laughs> Robot wars. I was a normal kid at the age of five trying to wish he was dead one day I was very frustrated and I didn't want to go to school but my parents kept on asking me to go so I asked them why did you have me and my dad didn't answer and I thought I think if he actually answered me then I wouldn't have thought this way fuck off it's your father's fault for not giving a life crushing explanation to a five year old you didn't this didn't happen even if it did you go like uh, you, you think that it's your father's responsibility why you believe what you believe today. Yeah. Again, you, it, it, this is making the argument that there's no free will, basically, yeah. is what it's saying. You, because of how you, because of one question that you asked when you were five, yeah. you are now the way that you are. But he's also, he's reframing, do about it. he's reframing what he meant by it. There's no way when he was five, he asked that question thinking about the futility of life. Like, yeah. He he was just like curious. Why did you have me? Because you you have those like questions. Like if in the same way you could ask someone um why you could you could ask your dad when you're younger why did you buy this can of beans mm. and you're not talking about like why do you squander so much money on groceries that are unnecessary? Can't yeah. you see the planet is dying? You can you can be like. Oh, is, are we having beans this week? He's a, he's a philosophical, philosophical. Like you're asking the same questions, Madonna, maybe, but you prodigy. didn't mean that when you were five. You meant something completely different. Well, he said um, when he told his parents, his mum reacted very well, and his dad's kind of warming up to the idea of their son suing him, suing them. Um, as the idea grew and took shape in his mind, he told his parents uh, and that he was going to sue them. And his mum said, yeah, sure, that's fine. But don't expect me to go easy, easy on you. I will destroy you. <laughs> Good, mother. Good. He's now looking for a lawyer to take his case, but he hasn't had much success. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You represent me, God. Um, some positive responses from his Facebook posts, but mostly negative. Um, and even some advising him to go kill himself. Yeah, because that's kind of the place where this is. <laughs> As he's, everyone does on Facebook. Well, yeah, but he's <laughs> arguing that you shouldn't be alive. Yeah. So all he's saying is that I think what he's arguing for is the slow extinction of mankind through no procreation. 
Which means, and you go, well, why don't you just motivate everybody to go kill themselves? Yeah. Well, that would be wrong. How is that more wrong than not than forcing people not to have children? You just, you don't know. And this is the thing. Very surf on that thought for the rest of their life. And it's like, you just, you're not thinking this through. I mean, I heard an interesting um, conversation, which I think is, it's very controversial and it's very trigger warning heavy. Uh, but I completely believe in, yeah, the, this, I'm going to phrase it safely by saying that obviously um, my personal views about sexuality and gender are very much do whatever you want. Nobody should care. In fact, it should all kind of be irrelevant anyway. Mm. But there's an argument because um, there are people who will argue that gender is a social construct in that gender is, you, you, there is only a gender because society dictates and created what gender is. If that's your belief system, then how do you believe, what do you think about people who go through biological transformations to become a different gender? Yeah. How can you physically change yourself to align yourself with a hypothetical idea that society created? Yeah. They're, they're two they, conflicting they don't beliefs. Match. Yeah. Because you either believe in one or the other. Yeah. Or but you believe saying... in both, but you have judgment upon one of those ideas. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they don't make any sense. Yeah. But because people just want to appease, they want to say the right thing. They'll say two right things that conflict each other and they'll say, well, I did the right thing. Yeah. Like, no, it doesn't make any sense. You're just talking out your ass. People just do things. People just say things and they don't know what they're talking about. As in, they don't think it through. They don't, they're so afraid of being wrong or being called out that they're just like, no, I just want to say the right thing. What's yeah. the right thing to say? But I guess the same with everything. Like I've had this, like, uh, uh, the Brexit revote thing that people are pushing for a, a revote of Brexit. Okay. I don't understand it because I thought this, and this is one of those things that kind of gets attacked. Is I don't understand because I believe we already voted on this, and now you're wanting to vote again. Yeah. And all the arguments are that the previous vote was disingenuous. Right. Which implies that you believe that the, whoever believes that some voting is genuine that the information presented by politicians is completely trustworthy yeah. and is completely believable Which... and should be taken completely as fact yeah and you go hang on i thought all politicians are corrupt and all politicians are liars and all they want is power mm. and if that's co and that has to i believe by definition anybody striving for power must want power at a cost yeah so if they're going to lie to you always, what's the point in voting again? Yeah. Because if it's just because... If it was nobody voted or the votes were were manipulated or, you know, the votes were virtually changed, yeah, yeah, it was an illegitimate vote. But if it's a legitimate vote, but you just think that, well, the bus was lying, you're like, okay, this, they're just going to put out another bus and yeah. you're now going to say this bus is fine. <laughs> just make a decision. I think I, I've said before that I've, I'm an agent. I'm, I, I live in chaos, and yeah. I do mean that uh, truthfully, as in I I live in a certain. And it's not like oh, I my toilet rolls in a box, yeah, like, within arm's reach. It's like there's so much insanity in one in the world anyway. 
but just in life and especially and and a little bit more so in my life that there's genuine insanity that i have to be like no black and white yes or no do you do this or do you do that and then oh it's more complicated well let's remove all the complications can you trust politicians yes or no yeah Uh, no okay then don't believe what they say yeah but people go politicians are wrong and they're stupid but this politician's actually really good it's like no doesn't make yeah, any sense no. doesn't make any sense gender is a social contract is a social construct but people who make biological changes to themselves to assign themselves to a new gender are doing the right thing well they don't make any sense yeah like it's one or the other and you just you don't know what you're talking about and it's the majority of people all the time so this guy's saying that everyone should not breed anymore it's- because that would be better for the cats yeah okay mate but i don't think you're thinking this through <laughs> doesn't make any sense yeah why not just make the world a better place no just die well right. you accept that the world is being negatively affected by humanity so why not i mean i don't know if you knew this and i don't know if i know this <laughs> the 5p bag thing yeah i don't know if that goes towards preventing plastic waste um it's supposed. It's supposed to be a deterrent. There's not. Yeah. There's meant to be no profit in it. Um, but what does that mean? It means there's no profit in it. So they go to make more bags. No, it goes. To, it doesn't go to the supermarket. They have to donate it to charitable causes. And do are those? I thought. I assumed that those charitable causes would be specifically to remove plastic no. waste. No, a lot of it doesn't to make do any with, sense like, to me. Schools. That makes no sense like to me. Because yeah. now they're saying, well, we need to increase the bag tax because tax, people keep on buying bags. Like, yeah, but why not use that money to help prevent the waste that the plastic bags are creating? Yeah. Why not make paper bags with that money? Yeah. I mean, you can argue that it's cheap to make these these plastic bags. Yeah, but if you charge 5p, give or 20p, which is the majority, or 10p or 20p bags, make them, incredi- make them eco-friendly. Yeah. I don't understand why that's not the case. No. If, if, if co-op isn't taking this money then why not just use it to help things no it's already everyone's already dead everyone just die <laughs> my mum's gonna destroy me um mm. yeah uh, some people say they support this guy who um the anti-natalist guy but i also hear from many who say they support him for pub uh, but can't do it publicly for some reason um but he asks them to speak out one of these weird things where people secretly support the extinction of mankind <laughs> i've this is a this is a thing i so i don't really air my views on things anymore on social media stuff i haven't for a while um because it attracts grief from people who you would who were never going to listen to you in the first place which turns the whole affair into a complete waste of time no to be i listed Many couscous recipes. <laughs> yeah. you see, now you're telling me that that was wrong. No. <laughs> no, the Moroccan one was actually quite nice. Um, <laughs> it went good with some yogurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I do, but I do, I do think if you're like one of those people, like cause I, if, if I'm pushed, I'll express my views. Um, but if you're like, no, I need to hide this away, then that means you haven't really thought about them enough because you're not confident enough to defend them. Not saying you should have to defend them well, at you're not all times. To explore them, yeah. In certain spaces. But like, if 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 you sense that there's vulnerability in them, you'll you'll be less likely to want other people to know that you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, "I wish I was not born, 
It's not that I'm unhappy in my life. My life is good, but I'd rather not be here. Fuck off, That then. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so many belief systems that contradict each other. I wish I wasn't born, but I'm ha- I'm, I'm not unhappy, which means I am happy in my life. Yeah. It's a double negative. My life is good. A good thing is something that you want, I'm assuming, but you wish you weren't here. He says, it's like there's a nice room, but I don't want to be in that room. No, it's not what it's saying at all. You're saying you, you'd rather be dead. It's not, <laughs> I'd rather live in Swaziland rather than Switzerland. It's not what he's saying. He's saying no. you'd rather not exist. This guy's a fucking idiot. It's crazy. Uh. Um, okay, this was. Uh, this might start to get uh, sketchy. So. Not funny. <laughs> not funny. Not funny. <laughs> I can't stress that enough, really. The following content is not going to be funny. Not even in an ironic way. It's just something truly um, horrible and disgusting. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> someone buried a seven-year-old child alive in the snow after torturing them. Oof. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Fair enough. Well, that was that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just weird. This is just a, this. There's a little bit of comedy in it, but it's. Brutal. I don't know how. I just made this note, and I was like, I've got to try and make this work. So let's try and make it work. Um, number one, he was being punished for not being able to recite thirteen Bible verses. Like a particular thirteen, or just thirteen in general? I don't. Does it matter? I can't. <laughs> I can understand. I'm if just trying to understand. just trying to probe the situation. <laughs> yeah, I can't recite one. Yeah, uh, the Manitowoc County Sheriff's Office also arrested a 15-year-old who saw Ethan, who's the child, get tortured in the hours leading up to his death. They arrested um, a teenager um, and his parents. And the child's parents. The sheriff's office, office released the following statement after the arrest. Ethan had been a performing punishment. Ethan had been performing punishment. Okay. That implies that he did it to himself. I don't think he did. Uh, ordered by Timothy, who I believe is the father or his elder brother, which required Ethan to carry a heavy wooden log weighing two-thirds his body weight. Mm. It's a weird... This must be in some... This is a strange medieval-like story. Yeah. I'm assuming it's in a rural area with some people with some pretty medieval Christian beliefs. Yeah. If you can't recite 13 Bible verses, carry a log as punishment. <laughs> okay. Over the course of one to one and a half hours... This is badly written. Okay, so I this is my... This is, I think this is my first read-through of the, of the thing. They arrested the parents... And I think the child's older brother. Right. Because it goes on to say, a, the 15-year-old hit, kicked, and struck and poked Ethan numerous times. He shoved Ethan to the ground and rolled the log again across his chest. He stood on his body and head while Ethan was face down in a puddle. He ultimately buried Ethan completely in snow. Um, later on, Timothy and Tina eventually transported Ethan to the hospital where he's pronounced dead. Mr. Hout, and it, it's Timothy Hout. Is this fifth? This fifteen-year-old is not the father of a seven-year-old. Certainly not the biological father. No. Maybe it's saying that he's the stepfather. 
Ugh. But I don't. It doesn't make sense. They would state that, right? Court appointed. Court court appointed guardians. So this fifteen-year-old was a court appointed court appointed guardian of a seven-year-old. Uh, I, I can't see that being true. Not in a that well. If it is, it seems like that's a stupid thing to do. Like you could be a fifteen-year-old guardian, but the court wouldn't fucking be like, oh yeah, this guy. He'll be all right. He's yeah. fifteen. He's twice his age. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> right. Heavy edit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it's important to work through this. Because I've re- I've just been reading it out. Uh, so the child who's died is seven. He was a uh, a teenager was arrested as well as his court appointed guardians, and then it says that the fifteen year old. Okay, so a teenager tortured this kid and abused him in horrifically the father the court appointed guardian called timothy i think has been charged with felony murder and five other charges the female court appointed guardian has been charged with failing to prevent bodily harm uh at no po- and th- this thing that's uh, one of the things i find interesting is there's no description of the parents being around at this point it feels like Especially if he's been carrying a log for an hour, an hour and a half. Either he's been walking in very small circles or he's away from something. Yeah. And it feels like the teenager murdered this child. Yeah. Beat him up, stood on his neck in a puddle, buried him in snow. Like, feels like this kid should be charged with murder. But the father is being charged with felony murder and five other charges. And the mother is being charged with prevent, failing to prevent bodily harm and... Contributing to the delinquency of a child. Mm. Delinquent is like, under, no, like socially bad. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Um, in an interview with police, the teenager who did all the horrible things to the child said he didn't do anything that would cause bodily harm. But he did say he hit him about 100 times. <laughs> <laughs> with a pillow. Uh, people are stupid. Yeah. Is it, are you that stupid? <laughs> he also admitted to burying Ethan in quotes in his own little coffin of snow. Oh. That, <laughs> it's Christmas. Oh. Just, it wasn't going to be funny. That won't cause harm. Yeah, just that's what happened. Uh, this next article is not as dark. <laughs> uh, but I don't understand why this was written. And the only reason I think it was written is because people like to make light of domestic violence. Okay. Uh, a Florida woman has been arrested for hitting her husband with a frozen piece of pork. Right. It then goes on in complete seriousness to describe what happened. In which, and she goes, um, she attacked her boyfriend by throwing a frozen pork chop at him after an argument escalated. It was about 10 p.m. And uh, he, bro- he broke the skin above his left eye, had to have stitches because mm. uh, he had a laceration goes into all the detail about the police reports um, during the argument she threw a frozen pork at him all right the police interviewed her and her partner before determining that the woman was the perpetrator the report also said she'd been dating her boyfriend for about a year and they've been living together when it mm. happened okay uh, she's gone to jail for 250 dollar bond and um, it is uncertain whether or not the portrait was taken in for evidence <laughs> mm. i think that's all the part article was about yeah she faces domestic bat- she faces a domestic battery charge it's unclear whether she's got a lawyer or she's entered a plea. There's something about beating someone with food products. I swear we, we, we had one a while ago. Or maybe I just read it and didn't bring it on. Or I don't know. Mm. About, a, I think it was a woman again who assaulted her husband with a sausage. I don't remember that. No. 
It happened. Yeah, it's still, it's, it's one of the thing. The thing is, this article, all it is, is telling people that there was a domestic violence attack. Yeah, and they're just making light of it because a pork chop was used. Yeah, but then if you think about it, if a man beat a woman in the face with a frozen pork chop, I don't think it would be like it's unclear whether the pork chop would be taken into evidence. Yeah, so it's the, also the, pork the fact chop is definitely been taken into evidence. <laughs> so it's also, or they'd criticise the well. Yeah. They'd recreate it or something like that. But it wouldn't be as humorous. It's one of those weird things. We yeah. just go like, because it's the fact that a, a woman sm- uh, smashed a man in the face. Yeah. that's the That and the fact that it was a pork chop. Mm. Those two things mean it's, it's special enough to be reported. It's funny. Because they're not reporting all the domestic violence cases. Because no. it wouldn't be newsworthy. Yeah. Because it's just this happens all the time and it's a bad thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just found it interesting. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that was that. Huh. Yeah. Uh, in lighter news, hey. uh, to finish me off, a driver who swerved to avoid an octopus has been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Did he not swerve first to avoid the ocean? Let's <laughs> lose <laughs> I need to, I'll say it in full. A driver who swerved to avoid an octopus before crashing has been arrested on suspicion of drug driving. They <laughs> <laughs> couldn't see any octopus. Oh. Well, I swerved to avoid the octopus. Which octopus? Yes. <laughs> uh, police were called to the A381 between Marlborough and South Milton in Devon, where they found a vehicle upside down in a ditch. The 49-year-old driver was checked over by paramedics before being arrested. Officers who tweeted about the incident said they found no evidence of an octopus. Octopuses are not unheard of in the sea. But this particular (laughs) cephalopod would have had to crawl more than five kilometres over hills and fields to find itself in front of that car. (laughs) A spokeswoman for Devon and Cornwall Police said he did a bit of a slow roll into a ditch. An ambulance went out and the driver was checked over by paramedics, but there weren't any injuries, so he didn't have to go to hospital. Yeah. Fucking octopus! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd argue even if you do think you see an octopus, don't hit it. Yeah, but don't roll the car to avoid it. Yeah, don't fall off the river. (laughs) Sorry, the road. Yeah. If it was a river, it might make sense. Although I haven't seen many octopuses in rivers. Well, there aren't any freshwater octopuses that we know of. Freshwater octopus. I mean, it could be an elaborate ruse conspiracy where people like octopus and then they yeah. left with the octopus <laughs> yeah well like could have been a prop octopus like those one those people that used to like get in boats dressed as like the Loch Ness monster and row across Loch Ness yeah something like that yeah yeah could be but uh, the big problem here <laughs> the is Devonshire octopus <laughs> it kind of shattered previously on the podcast I've mentioned that if I wanted to have a therapy animal it would be a therapy octopus and if I can't have it in a car I don't think I want one you could, you, you could. I'd drive an aquarium car. Yeah, you could get a, a, some kind of tank in a car. Be It'd be weird. very complicated. Yeah. And also incredibly heavy. Like water is very heavy. Yeah. I guess I'll just not have to mm. have a therapy octopus. Yeah. It's a shame. <laughs> anyway, um, you can get you can get tiny ones. Tiny octopuses. Yeah, tiny little one. You could have calamari. Have that's a, a squid. A, isn't a it? bowl. That's that's a yeah. bit of a squid. <laughs> it's a squid-ish. Yeah. Of one more calamari thing. in a fish tank. Look, it's, it's just easier this way. 
I don't remember recording that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know whether I just saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. It was in the folder. Hey, make a beat on that. So, so I, I was probably going to turn that into a, a drum beat. Oh. <laughs> and I just didn't. <laughs> I just saved I think I had to yawn and I just went, oh, I'll record this. <laughs> it should be good for later. <laughs> You know when you're looking for sound effects, I actually need to yell. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a bit weird, but kind of worked. A, fev- <laughs> a fevered podcast, as in I wrote it under a fever. Oh, give me fever. Um, cut that out if you get it in the mind. <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I've been getting into the the minimalism thing. I watched the documentary on Netflix. Um, I can't remember if it's called like the minimalists or if it's just called minimalism. Yeah, it's quite good. I and I, I've gotten into this whole thing of kind of like decluttering your life and your house and everything. Like yeah, I mentioned that. it on a podcast recently about like taking throwing. Oh no, I mentioned it to you. I think yeah about throwing stuff away, one thing a day. Yeah. And then day two, you throw away two things, and then day yeah. three, you throw away three. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I watched a video today, and he mentioned he mentioned a guy that was that that had started doing that, and I think Bill Burr's gone on about this the, the minimalists thing as well. But it's got me onto this whole thing of just being like, there's 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 a lot of stuff that I have that is not necessary. And Toilet roll holder. Th- well, that no, that that's a lifestyle thing. That's that's entirely. So it's hoarding. <laughs> A toilet roll holder isn't hoarding, it's organising. I know, but it's a lifestyle thing, isn't it? <laughs> Hoarders have a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got a heron here. A heron statue. Well, yeah, it depends on... The, there's also sentimentality things as well, like that was my nan's. Okay. Um, it's broke. And it's made out of uh, buffalo horn. Okay. So you're going to throw that away or you're going to keep it? Probably keep it. It's a frog? Uh, yeah, probably throw that away. Are we just picking things out of the room now? <laughs> got a fucking hula hoop back here. <laughs> That's not mine. <laughs> I don't, I don't have dominion one. over other people's stuff. <laughs> That's your hula hoop. I respect it. <laughs> yeah, but just lots of crap that you just kind of kind of hang on to. And even when we moved, like I was packing stuff up. It was just like, well, I'll probably never use this. And it never crossed my mind to be like, well, why are you taking it? Hmm. Like, just throw it away. Um so I think I'm going to try and spend the next few weeks and just go through everything I'm everything I own. Like they do this weird thing where they're they're like they're they're, they're minimalists like through and through. So like their wardrobe is minimalist as well. So like they're like they only, only wear, wear like charcoal t-shirts and jeans. It's like all right, well, why is that minimalist? Because it it just ma- it makes everything. A bikini easier. would be more minimalist, right? No, th- no, it's not. It's not about the amount. It's about the, the amount color. of time that you save. So you can still have t-shirts and shirts and jeans and stuff, but you're not you spending walk. time choosing things to go with things and 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 stuff like that. Like you have you have a set th- set things that you that you wear, and that's it. Like almost like your your life has a uniform. I'm just like I'm. I'm not really interested in going that far. I'm just on about kind of decluttering. But that's another thing that I just don't do is try and get things to match. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I see. No, well, same. depending on what color a, a t-shirt is, it doesn't de- factor into whether I'm going to wear it or not. No. But yeah, if there are people who are spending more than thirty seconds deciding what to wear, you could save time by yeah. not doing making those decisions. I yeah, I mean, we already went through our clothes a while ago. We never got. <coughs> We bagged them up, but we haven't got rid of them. There's like six bags of them on the, just outside the door um, that we need to take to like a charity shop or something. But I got, I must have got rid of like two wardrobes full of shit. <coughs> <coughs> I play the beat. 
<laughs> that I'd been staring at for years. That's been in my wardrobe for years, and that I've I've never just been like, I don't wear that ever. It doesn't fit, or it's weird. I don't like it, or whatever. But it's just, I just, just keep shit. And there's there's no there's just no fucking reason to. And I'm always I'm always worried about things being cluttered and needing to tidy. And even when you tidy, things aren't really tidy because there's shit everywhere. They just don't have enough storage to keep. You don't have enough storage to keep the stuff that you don't use, which is just a stupid situation there to be in. There is so much storage in here. Yeah, you've got shelves that have got nothing on them. And you're well, like, I, there's not enough places no, no, to put no, well, my stuff. No, we put those up a few weeks ago, and I can't put anything on them yet because I've got to. They're, they're not straight. I need to take that one down and do it again. Okay, that's all. So before you do that, yeah. get rid of everything. Is what yeah. you're saying. And then when we got the shelves up, <laughs> they'll be free for you know nothing. Yeah, um, toilet rolls. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's it's, well, it's it's my. I, I understand that I'm mentally, you know. Over, overdone <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say like burnt yeah I'm, I'm mentally burnt like a bad burger there's this too much fire has been planted into my brain yeah but like yeah I don't understand so you tidy stuff but you still feel like it's untidy after you've tidied it and you think it's the items it's because of the items not because of your tidying method uh, in a sense, yeah, because you can only destroy get... all the items. Yeah. No, because you can yeah. only get so much stuff in a drawer. Yeah. So when, but when you put the stuff in the drawer and you close the drawer, yeah, you feel like it's untidy. Yeah, because it's cluttered and unorganized in the drawer because there's too much stuff. Because you've put too much stuff in there, right? That's how my brain immediately goes. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not no. judging you. No. I'm just trying to figure out that whether it's your tidying of the drawer that is incorrect or the fact that you've put too much stuff in the drawer that is incorrect or it's your pencil cases okay so for so for example we've yeah. got <laughs> we, we've got uh we, we've got a cupboard in we've the kitchen we've got a cat we did have one i put it in a drawer now it's dead. <laughs> got a, we've got a cupboard in the in the kitchen okay. full of glasses okay um that's all we keep in there big cupboard loads of glasses right um and there's not actually enough room in the cupboard to fit all the glasses that we have okay um to put the glasses somewhere else would just feel like you're shoving them there because they don't fit where they're meant to go. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, there's two of us, why do we have so many fucking glasses? Yes. So get rid of some. It's that kind of shit. Okay. And it's the, sa- it's this, it's the same with everything. Yeah. So yeah. But minimalist would be having one glass. Yeah. For the both of you. Yeah. Well, Maybe having, two. Having one each. Yeah. Uh, well, like even One. having even having four, like four's fine. It's you two plus two guests. Because how often do you really have more than two guests? Mm. To the point where it's going to become an issue where you're like, well, what if someone comes round in six months' time and we don't have a spare glass? It's like, well, give them a cup. Why does it matter? You're arguing my perspective. <laughs> like I, I, I just think I just maybe I don't articulate it in a conversational way. Yeah. Because why have a cupboard full of toilet roll when you can put it on the floor? <laughs> That's basically what I was saying earlier. Is like one, don't buy so much toilet roll that you cover your entire floor. Yeah, but that's different. That's a difference between what you what you deem to be untidy and what we deem to be untidy. If I if I see a stack of toilet rolls on the floor, I see something that's not in its place. I don't see that as a place for toilet rolls. Dedicated cupboard is what you. Desire. any cupboard 
any a, cupboard, a cupboard or, or any to or any or. um any 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 space that that looks designated even if you had a shelf with just toilet rolls so i just it. go that's the bathroom <laughs> it's, it, it's, yeah, but I, I'm the real minimalist. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's no, it's a, it's it's kind of a. It's, I guess it's a, it's a design perspective. It's 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 what you what you feel is aesthetically pleasing, and if you even give a shit about that, I don't think you do necessarily. Yeah, I'm practical all the way. Yeah, practical and efficient all the way. Yeah. So yeah, I do not understand having thirty glasses. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. If I had four, I wouldn't buy another twenty six. Now, the reason we have like all these glasses is because we've collected them over years and years and years of like pint glasses that we've taken from pubs and ones that we've gotten for free from different places and all of this. So now we've got a you cupboard full of... Free glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, like, so we'll go on like, I don't know, we, we, we've been on like brewery tours and stuff and they give you a, like a, they give you a, a big pint glass to go around with and sample the beers and then you take it home. So and it's, then it's included in the price? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. got like the, the logo on it and shit like that. Yeah. So now we've got cupboards full of stuff that's like... Um, well, each and every one of these has sentimental value, but I will never use all of them at any point. So really, how much do I really fucking need it? And then um, there was, the, uh, like, um, I, I think I, th- I, th- I think I listened to Todd Glass on a podcast, and he said he had this problem as well, like, because he got to a point where he was famous and his fans would just start sending him shit. And it's like, my house is only so big and I really don't care. Like I like I I mean I, I'm really appreciative that I get all this stuff, but I don't need it all. So like he'll get stuff, and if it actually means something to him, he'll still throw it away. But he'll take a picture of it and put it in an album. So now he's got albums every year of all of these things that people. Stanhope does something similar. He just eBay's them to his fans, right? To okay. be like, someone yeah. painted a picture of me. I've already got thirty of these. Yeah. But maybe the fan community wants it. Yeah. Does anybody want it? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it, it's it's sort of it's sort of just trying to trying to frame things in a different way and stop placing so much importance on it because I think it's I tried kind to warn you about you this like years ago because you're too sentimental and you're too nice <laughs> so you're like oh this glass means everything and then eventually it mean everything everything it's, it's it's not that it means everything it's the the trouble is it's it's the it's the issue where you think it means something yeah uh, even anything at all yeah and it doesn't and it doesn't it's necessarily. a vessel isn't it yeah life's a ride <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah yeah uh, i i'm i have things that are of sentimental value uh but i think there's also a factor of i don't get affected by i mean this is an untidy room yeah but i'm not affected by it in any way yeah exactly whereas i like, think some people get stressed it's, about it stresses, kind it stresses of me out all, all the fucking time fix your shelf i mean <laughs> <laughs> But it's, you know, it's, I just, well, basically, I started making I guess, a, I guess it's, it's, it's the weird leap from uh, fixing the storage issue before you, before you do that, get rid of all the things that you need to store. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. seems like a straight, that's a logical jump that my brain doesn't make. Well, it's it it's get, like, if, if, if the mess is stressing you out, clean the mess and then limit the mess well, rather than limit the mess and then clean the mess but it's to me it makes more sense mm. to you're, you're just wrong to feel <laughs> well if, if you if you feel like you've that, that you've got enough storage space mm. that you've not got enough storage or something like that first consider everything that you actually need because the chances are that you will just be storing stuff that you don't use 
In which case, what's You're the point? You're making sense. It, 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 the logical jump for me is your house is on fire. Yeah. Your house is on fire because you kept loads of pa- printer paper in your house. <laughs> so first thing you do is stop buying printer paper and try and find some kind of inflammable or flammable printer paper. Yeah. No. But why sort Both of storage of solution first if half why the cover... Why fire up? If, if the fire is stressing you out, if the mess is stressing you out, because... Why store the storage storage first if once you've gone through it, you don't need it? Because there's no way, because it's quicker than doing multiple runs to the tip. And therefore, your stress will be reduced more efficiently. That's how my brain goes about it. Yeah, so you're... you're they're both, they're two ways of fixing a problem. It's just whether you go from... So you're, but yours, fixing yours stress, fixes it short term, and mine fixes it long term. No. <laughs> so I see it as three steps. Okay. You see it as two steps. I'm saying that if you do step one, which is put out the fire, as in tidy it up, so that yeah. you're no longer stressed by the clutter, and then you go through stuff and remove okay. stuff, then everything will work. You're seeing it as... Before you, if there's um, uh, if you don't a stain on the floor, right, clean the stain before taking the bins out. Okay, if that if it's what the stain is stressing you out. Is. If you if you don't have the storage space to tidy up to but put you, everything away. Yes, but we're looking at shelves that no, need to be moved a little. Oh no, 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 no. That's 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 by the by. Let's uh, let's say they weren't. Let's ignore the story. Let's no. Let's say they're not because the, at the end of the day, those shelves can't house all the crap that I've got anyway. Okay, uh, but, but right. So you're saying that there is absolutely no way to tidy up this room. The only way to do so is to throw everything. Is to throw more stuff away. I'm t- this. It's not even this room. It's fucking everything I own. Right, but <laughs> but if this room's untidiness stresses you out, yeah, and you're going to spend time in this room, yeah, I would tidy this room. Yeah, if you're saying that it's impossible to tidy the room without going to the tip then i think your argument makes sense i'm what i'm what i'm saying um <laughs> what i'm what i'm saying is that it's more important to me to alter my philosophy around the stuff that i own as a as opposed to just tidy like just tidying it is a quick fix right but that's where i think you're not hearing me and i'm okay. saying that <laughs> you're, you're when i say put stuff if the, if your house is on fire yeah because you've got burnable things in it that you shouldn't have as in, you've got too much stuff in your house. Right. You should put out the fire before you start taking the stuff out of the house. And yes, if you put out the fire, you haven't solved the issue of there's too much stuff in your house that's going to cause a fire, yeah. as in stress. But that's what you do afterwards. The first priority is to stop having, stop increasing your stress levels mm. by living in a house that's on fire. <laughs> put out the fire first, tidy up first, and you have to tidy up in order to take stuff out anyway. Because if your floors are covered in crap that you can't walk through, you need to tidy up first before you can put stuff in the car. So, we're saying the same thing, right? <laughs> it's just I'm saying before you drive to the tip, make sure that you live in a habitable house, as in you're not stressed in the room that you're in. Clean it first, then fix the long-term problem. Right. I'm not saying it's either or. I, I don't understand how you clean up if you've got no place to put anything. If you have accumulated yeah, and, too and, much and stuff. And as I've said, if you have absolutely nowhere to store anything, you don't have a loft, you don't have a conservatory, you don't have a car, you don't have a drive, you don't have anything like that, then yes. <laughs> the, you cannot tidy up if you live in a place that there's no space 
no stackable, no boxes, no nothing, then I understand your point. Right. I'm saying, hey, don't put everything in the put everything in the conservatory and then put everything in the conservatory in your car into the tip. That's basically what I'm saying. I've, I don't know. I feel like I've gone off track. <laughs> what's what's yeah i think the, the the blurred line was that you thought that i was saying instead of going to the tip just tidy up i'm saying no tidy up first and then go to the tip as in or organize yourself first yeah before okay. you perform yeah. the task so it's, that, well, yeah that right? that just feels like a semantic issue to me like i the, the anyway the whole thing for me was more about changing my attitude towards things Yes, having but, things and but the the way that, that I the way that I heard what you were saying was in uh, before you tidy up, you need to change your viewpoint on what material possessions are. Yes, okay, and I'm saying that if while you're doing that you're stressed, you should solve the stress first and then do that, because you will be less effective in in changing your viewpoint on material possessions if you're having a bad time <laughs> so fix the problem i.e put out the fire in the house before you redecorate but if what <laughs> but if what enables you to get rid of all that stuff is a shift in your philosophy again then... you should do um, <laughs> what i'm saying is add the step of fixing the fire right i'm not saying once you fix the fire fuck off everything else so tidy all the mess and then worry about the mess tidy all the mess <laughs> then remove the things that are creating the mess yes if having the mess a mess stresses you out <laughs> does that not make sense i don't know i feel like that makes that makes a lot of sense i think i think it's the procrastination thing in your brain yeah where i think you believe if you are stressed, you are more likely to achieve the long-term goal. Yeah. As in, I think, let's say your current motivation is to take a load of stuff to the tip. Yeah. Because you've got too much stuff. I would stuff say that's true, though. Because it's clittered, right? I'd say that... I would say if it's tidied and hidden away, but it was still there, I would ignore it. Yes. I think that's your perception. Yeah. Which is why we had this procrastination <laughs> issue we, we both suffer from a while ago of... Uh, uh, if it's not bothering you you won't deal with it as in if it's too big a task you won't do it but that kind of that's a bad example in this specific if example it's, if it's not an, if it's not a necessary task yes then you won't do it yeah right and because what i'm suggesting is to fix the immediate problem you believe that once the immediate problem is fixed you will not fix the long-term problem yes okay and I'm saying, fix the short-term problem and then fix the long-term problem. Right. Which is a logical step followed by another logical step. But because you're of the belief that if you fix the short-term problem, you will not fix the long-term problem, you're resisting it. That's what I think was going on. Okay. I don't think I'm necessarily wrong in thinking that, though. Because I know... I'm not saying you're wrong. ...myself and how I would react to that situation. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying anything's wrong. All I'm saying <laughs> is it would be more efficient to fix a short-term problem quickly than a long-term problem whilst having whilst maintaining a short-term problem okay i'm saying you're wrong no no, no i saying I it just, would be more efficient i think I, I think you're kind of delaying the pain of the action of actually sorting it out by doing it that way 
and I don't see it as a pain. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Is yeah. Because you would struggle to deal with a long-term issue that had no short-term repercussions, i.e. out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Because that would be a pain for you and you would struggle to do it, then I think you would be more motivated to be surrounded by your own suffering. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And I'm saying it would be healthier if you didn't <laughs> and you were able to deal with long-term problems that had no short-term repercussions. It's not incorrect or correct. Yeah. But it would be a... That's my my way of thinking about it because I deal in black and white. It's like deal with the short-term problem and then whilst dealing with the long-term problem. I think problem. it's... But I, I, I think it's more just knowing kind of how you deal with things. And it's and it's fair to... It's, it's fair to put what... Uh, what what you feel is logical towards a situation, but it's only logical because you know how you would deal with things. Because you're but, not skirting around your own mental blocks. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm being specifically logical about dealing with short term problems in the short term and dealing with long term problems in the long term. I think you're being Steve practical. <laughs> By being, by ignoring short-term issues. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know where we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care that this is that, that, that it's untidy. It doesn't affect me in yeah, any yeah. way. And uh, if it bothers you, I hope that you fix it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Whether it takes multiple trips to the dump or putting them in a storage thing then whichever one works for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. But nothing to do with that. I'll, I'll put a line under that because that's that's fine. You um, don't think I should hope that you fix your problem? No. <laughs> no, no. What's no. going on? No, no. It's just there was uh, there, were, there were more aspects to the idea that I was interested in than just whether I need to tidy up or not. It was, it was more about <laughs> altering the attitude that you have towards buying new things yeah. and replacing and things and stuff you should. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I agree. We can talk about that. Can that I, was I the interesting discussion. No. What, no, <laughs> and the interesting thing for me was um, the priority of having that philosophical um, journey, whilst you're very upset that there's a box on the floor. If your if that problem would be fixed by putting the box on a shelf, then I would argue put the box on the shelf and then do it. Right. And I just found it interesting that that was the main thing. Yeah, yeah. That was the priority lifting of it. That's the thing that I found interesting. Yeah, I, 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 again... Oh, but all yeah, of, there's people who definitely have too many things. All of these things are just kind of trying to trying to suss out your own bullshit and trying to figure out what is actually important as to as compared to what you... What, what you're saying is important in order to not have to deal with it. <laughs> if that makes sense. As in not have to throw it away. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. If you say something's important, it implies that you should be dealing with it. Um, if, but by saying that it's so important that you shouldn't deal with it in any way, as in clutter that you're saying has value, yeah. and therefore you actively don't move it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's kind of an oxymoron, and it's it's a there's a there's a oxymoron. weird kind of it, even the, even the way that I structure things kind of around the house, the way that I leave things out or something like that, I have to leave that there because I'll see it and I'll remember to do it. As opposed to just do it now. Okay. If that makes any sense. It's like leaving bills like piled up on the side that you have to go through. As yeah. opposed to just going through it. 
oh, I've left them there, so I'll remember to do it. <laughs> right. And you don't leave them there because you go, I'm going to go through them on Saturday. Yeah, no. You don't no. do that. No, no, no. You wait for your iPad to tell you. <laughs> yeah, as in, yeah, yeah, you've put it there so you'll be remem- you'll remember to organise doing it at some point. Yeah, right? yeah. Whereas if you were like, these are the bills, I put them by my computer, every yeah. Sunday I go through the bills. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then before you know it, you're surrounded by a load of stuff that's reminding you to do things and you're not actually doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if that makes any sense uh i'm uh, yeah sure yeah that's it, it's just it's completely not how my brain works no 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 that's yeah. that's yeah that's so like that's, i can empathize that that probably makes sense in your world yeah 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 I, I i think but i i think really that's just kind of how clutter works i i, I think that that's, and like the procrastination of just not wanting to yeah. Do stuff and then the stuff piles up. Yeah, 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 and lo- and yeah, and a load of shit piles up. Um, but it's also my attitude towards time. I'm trying to change. Like we've You're been trying to change time, <laughs> time. No, before cleaning your room. <laughs> no, you used to like Jordan Peterson. He no, says clean your room. My attitude to change time. <laughs> My attitude towards time and how it, and how time is spent. So I'll to make sense of this. Like okay. I've been through a few weeks ago. Like what I, how I was saying. Like I, my phone has told me that I've been on it for like three hours a day, and I was okay. like, "That's fucking crazy." Um. So I've, and I've so I've spent a week just completely ignoring my phone, not ignoring messages or anything. But um, there was there was something I watched. Just not doing the notifications that it sent you. <laughs> Stop <laughs> telling me what to do. No, but like th- there's so much there's so much of my evening that I didn't realise I was spending just kind of scrolling, just like reading shit that didn't matter, just to yeah. avoid to avoid nothing. And then you suddenly realise you've got all this stuff that you want to do, and you keep saying you've got no time to do it, when in actual fact you just spent an inordinate amount of time actively doing nothing. Yeah. Um. So I I cut down my um my phone time this week to something stupid. I th- I think it was it was saying I, I was I was now on it for I was on it for forty minutes a day this week. And in reality, what that is is <coughs> half an hour of watching YouTube at lunchtime at work, <coughs> and then ten other minutes a day like answering messages and things. So I've literally just not really not used it this week, and I've felt like a great deal more kind of clarity for some reason my stress levels have gone way down and like just it's it's had like loads of weird kind of knock-on effects to my productivity and things Mm. and it's but it's 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 a strange thing because i never really linked that to anything that was stressing me out i always considered it an escape if that makes sense yeah and i think it's stressful to knowingly um dedicate yourself to a wasteful yeah uh, thing yeah so it's, even though you're not doing anything negative you're mm, spending you're wasting time yeah which is stressful in itself i well I, and i th- I thought it was going to be a real issue kind of and this this probably sounds something sounds stupid to someone like you who doesn't really use their phone but i thought i was going to have a real issue kind of putting it down and mm. i was going to keep kind of reaching for it and being like no why the fuck are you doing that put it down and just get on with what you're doing but it i don't know if it's something that i watched or something i listened to or what but it all just kind of turned on a dime this week. Like I was just like, "Oh no, that's that's really stupid." I'm just going to put it down, and when, it, when, it was yeah, zero when, effort for me. When something because it makes no sense. Yeah, and you can surround yourself with nonsense 
and accept that you're surrounding yourself with nonsense but eventually when you try and rationalize it it doesn't make any sense yeah and so that doesn't make like uh uh smoking people do not enjoy smoking it mm. is an, a bad experience but because you associate it with something good you don't you're not enjoying a cigarette if you don't smoke for a year and then have a cigarette you won't enjoy the actual cigarette no you'll enjoy the practice of smoking so it's just one of those things where as soon as as soon as you realize that what you're actually addicted is to, is to the nicotine mm. then you can get a much better nicotine high than cigarettes if yeah. you wanted so if that's what you want then it makes sense and you chase that and eventually things just kind of make sense to people and they realize why am i doing this yeah i don't want to do this but i enjoy it and then you think about it more and you go actually i don't enjoy this why yeah. am i doing it as soon as, as long as you believe that what you're doing is right and you don't question it you'll continue to do things that don't make any sense as soon as you genuinely question it yourself yeah and be like and people can tell you like i mean uh try and think of a way to phrase it i'll just use the examples because there's no judgment at all no, it's just no, something that's no. noticed but I, there's there's a, there was a thing a while ago of i proposed um why don't I think there's a, there's a there's a few that say like five of us I think let's all go out for a drink sometime within the next three months. There was th- there was two days in three months that you had a three hour window. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously that's bollocks, but in your brain you rationalised it in your brain as like well I can't do weekdays. Yeah. You you went well I can't do weekdays so it has to be weekends so you've yeah. already eliminated five out of seven of the potential 24-hour windows. Yeah. And then there's there's other things that you probably rationalize out. Well, I don't want to go out after six because I need X, Y, Z. I don't want to do it before this, so that's blah, blah, blah. So you you boxed in your potential. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You limited your potential to to, to like a window and then we're like, right, in the next 90 days or what's 90 times two, 180, in the next 2,000 hours, I have six hours that I'm available. Yeah. And while it's not true, I think it's while you believe this, that thing of like, that's the only, that's the only thing that works. And it's even, it's that questioning of it that goes like, well, hang on, I could actually wake up a little earlier or I could go out a little later or maybe mm. you could do it on this day and this day. And that thinking that you've got less than you have, I think is uh, a thing that yeah. when you question, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I thought, you know, I've got all these things to do on my phone and you question it and you go, actually, I've got nothing to do on my phone. Yeah. I'm just on it because it's comforting. Yeah. It's, it's regular and it's habitual. Yeah. That's all it is. I need to, I have to read all the Facebook scrolls. No, you don't. Yeah. And as soon as you understand that you don't and you believe that you don't, then he goes, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. And then it kind of uh, things open up, but I think people put themselves into these little boxes of yeah limiting themselves in, yeah in, for ways for whatever reason definitely uh, my like my my mood has changed completely yeah. this week like every, everything feels just more open because that weight uh, yeah. of there's only you've only got just as that as an example you've only got a six hour window in the next two thousand to see your friends yeah that's a weight that has a a toll on you in whatever way. And then when you realise that it's purely self-invented and it doesn't actually exist, that weight disappears. Mm. So having that, I need to be on my phone all the time, or I should look at my phone, or I feel bad subconsciously for looking at but my that's, phone. That, for 10 I think hours that's I think then. that's the weird thing though is that mm. I never, I, I I never at any point considered like 
well, no, this is time that I need to be spending at home on my phone doing nothing. Like that's yeah. that was never not like, consciously. Right? No, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, that was that was never something that was um, that, that that was like I was scheduling in for. Yeah, this was that was it just the, it's the habit. Oh, it this is the routine. Yeah, this 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 is my reality. This is the world that I live in. This is what happens in it. Yeah. So I can give you like this. I can give you this this time here. Yeah. But the rest of the time, I'm sorry, I'm booked. Like. Yeah, like mine booked by by habit. Yeah, yeah, yes. Because I've had uh, addictions in different ways. Like I've had, I've been addicted to different games. For, like, well, yeah, I never had the, I never had the video game thing. But I it's exactly it's... the same as the phone. Yeah, where you would go, I have to I have to do this before I go to sleep. I have to check mm. my phone before I go to sleep. Yeah, I just need to log on real quick and just do something real quick and then go. Yeah, to bed. and then uh, that has a big toll on your psyche because. Even if you take out all the biological reasons of staring at computer screens, it's just that thing of you can't relax because, well, I have to go and do this and then go to bed. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, hang on, just why? Why can't you just go to sleep? Mm. It's just, no, I have to check my phone before I go to sleep. I have to check my phone when I wake up because I can't get up. And, I, and, and then it comes into more and more things of like, I can't start my day until I've had a cup of coffee and a shower. Mm. There, I'm not, I know we had a conversation recently, but I wasn't talking about you, but there are loads of people who have that. They can't start their day until they've done X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I th- well, I, th- I think things like that are a different... That's, that's, it's, I think there's, there's, is- a, there's a different way of framing that, mm. which is that... Um, so like, I'll, I'll pretty much always have a coffee in the morning. Because it's something that I like to make time to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not an impossibility for me to go on with my day without it. It's just something that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, and I've, and I've, I've never found that it's necessarily a bad habit. And so I don't consider the idea of throwing it out. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's something. But, I, but I've never framed it. Um, as being like, oh no, I have to do this, otherwise I'll be terrible for the rest of the morning or well, anything this way. like that. Um, your partner has said, I need to be picked up from the station. Yeah. There are some people who go like, right, I need to wake up, have a shower, have a coffee, and then I'll pick her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are other people who go like, I'm going to go pick her up now. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, and there, um, like, I think it's just coincidence that we had a, a similar conversation a little while ago. Yeah. So yeah, there's it, the people put these walls around their potential for no reason and once and the only and the thing is it takes genuine um not clairvoyance but genuine clarity yeah but a eureka moment a moment of clarity yeah yeah yeah. moment of clarity in order to see it see the forest for the trees yeah yeah to see the trees for the forest you can't see can't see the wood for the trees because of the trees so you can see the forest and the trees. Can't see the can't see the wood for the trees was the thing. Yeah, where, where I, I can't find any wood. All I can see is trees. Right. That, that's the, that's what the situation yeah. is of putting all these bo- bo- walls on your opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Same reason people would like love the amount of online dating profiles where I only see twenty three year olds. Okay. Yeah. I don't see X Y Z. Okay. Why are you? Yeah. Do you believe in love or do you not believe in love? Because if you believe in love, but it has to be six foot three, yeah, I don't think you believe in love. Yeah, I think it's a weird thing. So yeah, people put these walls on themselves all the time, mm. and it's great when people break through them. Yeah, because it's completely self-invented. Yeah, like uh, there was a rule that uh, I think I had a while ago, which was if you're going to stop smoking, you have to not smoke on that day so if you're going to start smoking on monday you can smoke sunday mm. but monday morning you can't have a cigarette 
Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't mean that, and that isn't because of a timestamp. That's because if you've smoked once on that day, it's in your bloodstream and you'll smoke for the rest of the day. Yeah. No, I always doesn't felt that make way. any sense. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. But in your mind, it makes rational sense because it goes, well, you know, I mean, it's addictive substance. It's in your body. So it's going to be easier to kick it after eight hours of sleep. That was it. That was, like, I think that nah. was the way I always rationalized it. It was yeah. just like, well, I'll have had, I'll have been without it for eight hours at that point. Yeah. So I'll already be into the kind of withdrawal a little bit. Yeah. So, but again, it again make, it makes no sense. It's, it's personal, just a thing it's that you choice. Just, it's, it's the way you frame it so you can carry on smoking today. Yeah, exactly. Or, oh, I did, I've got a cigarette left over from yesterday, so I'll smoke it today. Oh, now I have to buy cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. It's complete bollocks, but you believe it. So you, it becomes, that's the that's the world. That's how it is. That's how everything is. Yeah. And you're like, hang on. No, it isn't. No, you just, you don't understand. Yeah. No, Because this is personal. It's like, no, I understand you've invented it. Yeah. But it doesn't, just, you can smoke a cigarette and then give up smoking. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it, it no. makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, it, uh, for a number of different reasons. But people might, f- whatever people find easiest, do it. You yeah. Know? But it's an interesting point of like, yeah, you've just you create your own little world of rules, mm. and then you become imprisoned by them if yeah. you believe that they're gospel, like that smoking thing. Because when I said it to you, you seemed a bit like, no, I think that, that kind of makes sense. Because yeah. I believed it the same. It's like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But like, well, th- no, no cause I've a- slept, woke up, not had a cigarette, and then had a cigarette many times before. Yeah. Like it's got no. It's just one of those things where you mentally go, no, that's that's the way I'm programmed. Yeah, like, no, it's not. You've that's how you're programming yourself. Yeah, anyway. but well, the, the the other side to that is that there's a lot of people that talk about habit making, um, and like on a, um, on a on a psychological kind of professional level, and mm. they say you you will have much more success at achieving a habit if you set a specific date in which to start. And yeah. it doesn't necessarily matter whether you manage to start on that date or not. It just matters so you can cognitively frame the fact that you are actively trying to quit. Mm. And that's the thing that I was talking about before about um, diets and all these things that they say diets are great. And I go, like, I don't think it actually matters what diet you're... F- Obviously, it matters what diet you're following. Yeah. But I think the more important side effect from have choosing these diets is making conscious decisions about what food you're eating. Yeah. I think that's got way more of an impact than the fact that you ate more almonds than walnuts that day. (laughs) You know, it's just like, no, the fact that you're making, hang on, I'm deciding to take control of my diet, so I'm not going to do this. That's the important thing, rather than how much liver you've eaten over kidneys. It's just like, that's the big thing. It's the, yeah, when it comes to anything, the more conscious decisions you're making, the less you're going to be driven by your subconscious who makes these things to survive. Mm. You know, you just go like, oh, yeah, obviously... I can't smoke if I smoked at 9am. Doesn't make any... I can't. Yeah. yeah. No. W- what? No, it doesn't make any sense. That's your subconscious you trying are, to rationalize... You, you're giving yourself an out. Yeah. Well, you, you, you're putting yourself in a prison. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very... I, And I live in a world with no walls, but that house with no walls is full of shit. <laughs> but I don't mind it. Yeah. So, I'll have Lou Roll by the toilet. Yeah. Because... The man said, <laughs> "Fight the power, man." Yeah. Uh, kind of made sense. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. I mean, you've hoarded your useless meanderings. <laughs> Just to this one little <laughs> section. This is where I keep my meanderings. This is the storage. Uh, they're not necessary, but they're mine. <laughs> yeah, it's a big they're collection. <laughs> yeah, there's only five. Oh. There's only ever five. Well, sometimes there's ten. If it's a bumper, 
kind of a bumper. They say that, <laughs> don't they? Yeah, like a bumper episode. Oh, it's big, is it? Oh, is a bumper episode like a longer episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought you meant like this is again like I'm thinking about minimalizing stuff. What you want to do this? Let's go over here. Uh, <laughs> I thought bumper was the episode's too short, so you needed to bump it up with more scum. <laughs> no, no, it's we're different people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Japan had issues with crow's nests on electric infrastructure, so they went and destroyed all of the nests, which prompted the local crow population to just build more nests far in excess of what they actually needed. Hoarders. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone wants a holiday home. I'm going to get rid of my house. I'm going to have two houses. <laughs> Pat and Oswald, you're going to insult me? I've paid for your fucking medical bills. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um... Uh, a, uh, a a Portuguese castle enduring a prolonged siege broke the enemy's resolve by, uh, in a fake show of plenty, throwing freshly baked bread from the very last flower in the castle with the message, if you need any more, just let us know. Um, fearing a prolonged siege, the Spaniards withdrew. <laughs> so, like, they... <laughs> they were defeated... By gluten, it's 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 like just psychology. It's like, well, we're either gonna they either gonna invade and we're all gonna die, or we can pretend we've got enough food to last as long as we fucking want by throwing it at them. And this is why I don't believe in evolution, because <laughs> if we evolved from pigeons, then they would have. <laughs> <laughs> then, then if you throw bread to a pigeon, they'll come back. Right. You can't throw bread to a pigeon and it leaves. It will come back daily. <laughs> so if we did evolve from pigeons, then the Spanish would just be keep on going back to that. Well, this is where we get our bread now. <laughs> they just, we come, pretend to invade. Yeah, they give us bread. <laughs> they give us bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's all about, you know, the what do they call it? The creationists? I don't know intelligent design oh right okay yeah, yeah there you go that's why we're intelligent design <laughs> we're not pigeons I didn't know we evolved from pigeons we must have <laughs> why well who came first pigeons or people answer me that given in bearing in mind all birds survived the dinosaur apocalypse right I don't think when all the true. dinosaurs died the flying animals survived for yeah. some reason, right? A well, pigeon. I don't, I don't know if all of them did. Well, some of them did. There was no the, the, more the, of them did than walking ones. The whole, I thought the whole point was that it wiped out like a bunch of the atmosphere, so nothing could breathe. Yeah, but you can fly above the atmosphere, Steve, if you're a pigeon, and you get below it as well. That's how the mammals survived. No, that's a, that's a whale. <laughs> and yes, there are some whales that were dinosaurs. <laughs> all right. You're either above it or below it, but if you're in the middle, you get fucking cometed. Okay, yeah. So giraffe, comet, fucked. or an asteroid. Asteroid, right? Uh, Comet's just a small I don't asteroid, know the I think. You can get hit... I <laughs> I think you can get hit by a comet and be fine. <laughs> Maybe you can. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, if a comet hit you in the arm, you might... Now. You'll probably... <laughs> fucking extraterrestrial fucking rocks. I reckon... I reckon, yeah. A comet can be like a pebble size... You cannot have a pebble-sized asteroid. That's on next week's show. Man hit by comet. <laughs> yeah, to prove point. 
<laughs> trying to catch a, come on I got this one I'm trying to catch a fucking comet yeah you can catch yeah no you can't catch a comet but yeah there's probably something like it needs to have a certain amount of minerals in it to be an asteroid or something that's what I imagine the the idiots who believe in evolution say yeah but I reckon a comet's just smaller than an asteroid I don't think you'll get an asteroid bigger than I don't think you'll get a comet bigger than an asteroid I don't know the difference fix your short term problems before <laughs> the long term problems <laughs> Sorry, as you're saying, <laughs> pigeons pigeons evolved into Spaniards, people. Food. Spaniards, bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're not pigeons. No. In 2015, a Canadian man broke into a home, fed the cats and the horses. Why they had horses? Uh, <laughs> cooked a meal, did the laundry, wrote in the homeowner's diary, and he was apprehended for sitting by a stoked fire while drinking a cup of tea. Good man. He shouldn't have fed the cats to the horses though. Uh, Feed the cats. Then give them to the horses. <laughs> then use the horses' blood to write in the diary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, it's just this a, place is a mess. It's a fa- <laughs> well, the long-term problem is I'm going to prison. <laughs> the short-term problem is this place is incredibly untidy. <laughs> he hasn't even written his diary. It's going to be seen. Man broke into house and did all the chores. Yeah. yeah. It's a very Canadian break-in. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this this isn't feng shui, and I only burgle while I'm feng shui. Yeah, yeah. I had to break in in order to help you. <laughs> yes. Weird. And I think I'll have a drink. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they came and, and arrested him while he was sitting by the fire having a brew. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's fine. I'll just let me finish my tea. And then <laughs> Calm down. We'll go- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I fed the cats. <laughs> <laughs> You run off screaming. I've already fed the cats. Don't worry. <laughs> horses are fed. We don't have horses. You do now. <laughs> My gift to you. Oh, someone does. We fed them bread. They've gone to Spain. They'll be back. <laughs> do they eat horses in Spain? They do it in France. Know. Do they? They do it in Spain? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Um, Who knows? Spain's a weird place. Yeah. Got two different languages. That's it. Yeah. I think so. It's definitely got two different accents. Oh, I think it's got two different languages. Yeah, because you've got that third It's thing. got two different governments. Something yeah. like that. Well, it's got a royal family. And then some of the country doesn't care about it. This is the most <laughs> uninformed explanation. <laughs> I'm a comet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something about Catalonia as a different place. Or something like that. I, d- I don't know Spain well enough. Neither do I. Yeah. Now. Now nobody does. <laughs> Fake news. Um, the top two sumo referees have daggers on hand while officiating matches. These daggers symbolise the referee's willingness to ritualistically disembowel themselves if a call of theirs is overruled. Jesus Christ. In modern times, they submit resignation letters when they make a poor call. <laughs> <laughs> but they still have a dagger. I it's thought like, it was If like... I'm wrong, I'll <laughs> kill myself in front of everybody. About what? Well, did he or did he not step outside the circle? <laughs> well, I think he did, but he didn't. Well, I'll kill myself then. <laughs> Jesus Christ, anti-natalist. Yeah. <laughs> 40, love. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, because I imagined wrestling, sumo wrestlers could result in a problem where like one of the sumo wrestlers is smothering the other. Yeah. And say the one on top is unconscious. Mm-hmm. And they're too heavy to move. So I thought you'd like carve out. <laughs> That's what I thought it was going to. Like you'd use it to cut out the stomach of oh, person on just, top. Just very dedicated referees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Fucking samurai sumo referees. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and finally, this is crows again. <laughs> crows have the ability to remember human faces. And if they don't like you, they won't forget you. The children of the crows will later carry on the grudge. <laughs> you think this ends with me? <laughs> I've got five different nests because of Japan. This is bigger than you could ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen... Um, there's, uh, there is a video online about a woman who has a crow that hates her. She doesn't own it. I, I phrased it wrong. Oh, right. But on her commute to somewhere... Yeah, there's a crow, and that crow <laughs> hates her. <laughs> so it's like she's got a GoPro. She's on a bike, a push bike. Yeah, she's cycling, and she's like, "Okay, this is the stretch of road <laughs> where you know Craig lives," and <laughs> and like she's cycling, and the crow just fucking launches down, just like, fuck, like smashing a helmet and stuff like that. It's like, ah. So I totally believe that crows make enemies yeah. and then put that enemy in their bloodline. I like they pass it on to their kids. Yeah. That's him over that there. Exactly. <laughs> Holding up pictures. Just make this, this, is, this is a twig representation just of Mary. Just flashcards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's a shiny thing. Ooh, here's, here's Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, don't trust a crow. No. People used to keep crows, do they? We didn't have a crow. We had a we had a magpie. Oh yeah. Um, we we, we it, it fell from a nest that we had, that my mum and dad had in the field, and we took it in and fostered it. My dad taught it to fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it was there's so much there's so much there. It was um they're they're really like is a really good kind of like guard animal like which is which hang sounds, on hang on hang on yeah you've glossed over the fact that okay. your father instructed a bird. And showed him how to fly. Do you know how? How your father could fly? No, how he taught the bird. <laughs> Flashcards. He picked it up and threw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, just... I've taught it calculus. <laughs> like, it's like some kind of matrix, now I know kung fu kind of data drive thing. Like, no, just fly. Okay. <laughs> I've taught that bird it's how the to fly. Same as, it's the same as a mother would do. You push it out the nest. Oh yeah, but I wouldn't and say instinctively. That's, it's... I don't know. I'd say that's not teaching. I, I it's the teaching moment. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it feels so not like actively it'd be instinctive like pointer, laser pointer yeah. on a on a board. I, I just thought he was flapping his wings and jumping out of trees. <laughs> <laughs> he built some kind of who was that Leonardo da Vinci kind of wingsuit. Yeah, that's what Leonardo da Vinci was famous <laughs> for, right? He had a weird helicopter that was like a massive bat. That was Leonardo da Vinci, wasn't it? You, yeah. Or was it Galileo? Galileo, yeah, and he had that weird like kind of weird bike. propeller thing that you'd pedal. Yeah. yeah, I think it was that guy anyway. Yeah, yeah, I thought that's what your dad was doing. No, that was maybe that was Da Vinci. I can't remember. It was one of those two. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, one, <laughs> no, he wasn't up. He wasn't. What was that film where the the girl migrated with the swans? I can't remember. Fly away home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. <laughs> Just throwing a bird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play. Um, it's definitely a short-term solution to a short-term problem. Yeah, and it was because a cat got it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> threw it at a cat. Day two, not <laughs> it got through day one. Day two. Will the cat become a crow? I don't yeah. know. 
We'll see. Magpie, yeah. sorry. No, it's, it's sorry. really good. They're, they're, they're very defensive. They liked us, but they hated all our friends and anyone that visited the house. So they would come and knock on the door and he would fly around them and swoop them and, and peck at their ankles and like just irritate. He hated the postman. It's weird. <laughs> hated his face. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, like quite smart animals. And crows are meant to be even more so. Like, Fair enough. Really clever. Yeah, clever. Yeah. But yeah, just not very articulate, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, they got no tongue. They don't, they don't need to be articulate. That's the thing. Like dolphins are smart. <laughs> yeah. But you go like, well, they haven't. Got, I think this is a Joe Rogan bit. He said like, people say dolphins are stupid because they don't have an email address. They're like, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> they don't need email. They don't need computers. Yeah. No. Like we have them because we need them. Yeah. A dolphin can talk for miles. <laughs> Doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> so why would you do it? Like if you didn't need it. If everything was great, you wouldn't evolve. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's me for this week. Yeah, I think. cool. So yeah, so anyone, people can take anything away from this podcast. It's uh, short-term fixes, short-term problems, yeah. and long-term fixes to long-term problems, and sometimes do them simultaneously. Don't trust crows. Teach them to fly. Yeah. Um, don't put grenades in your crisps. Yeah. And uh, that poor seven-year-old child was buried alive. Yeah. And, you know, make music out of your own illnesses. Yeah, I've, my new favorite phrase because I started. Re- I started. Look, I've started a new audio book uh, that's kind of big, but uh, uh, the blurb on it, the thing that got me into it was he's sick of people saying when life gives you lemon, make lemonade. Yeah, he's like, go fuck yourself. That's not how the world works. Yeah, you can't make lemonade out of lemons. No, you need water and sugar and you need lots of things. Yeah. So when life gives you lemons, eat a lemon. <laughs> deal yeah. with it yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, that's very similar to me if life gives you lemons fuck you <laughs> <laughs> just Good night, accept everybody. it just accept it no, don't try and turn it into something else yeah. like, no you've gotten a lemon now <laughs> move on <laughs> so, so yeah I think it's the same thing yeah, yeah. anyway so I, I've been at Nick Sniff I've been at Sing It Steve we're at Pulling Teeth Pod. And the email is wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com. Yep, and Steve's got a cafetiere. I do, yep. Um, soon I'll not only f- have not one. Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> You've got more than one cafetiere. Uh, no, well, no, to be fair, I won't throw that one away. I've got two. I've got a big one that does like four cups and that one that does a single cup. So being a minimalist, you'll get a small one. You'll only use a small one. Probably only use a big one. That seems maximalist. Maximalist. <laughs> <laughs>